Welcome to your new favorite band, the podcast brought to you by the LA Navy. And now, your hosts, Dallas Dwight and Drizzle Silvera. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of your new favorite band, the podcast brought to you by the L.A. Maybe. I'm Dallas Dwight. And I'm Drizzle Silvera sitting across the table. What's up, dude? We got a lot to talk about. What's up? We have so much to talk about and we have not been good podcasters lately. I mean, um, to, to our defense, though, between coming back from tour, holidays and back on tour again. And we'll yeah. talk about those those details. Uh, it's been hard and we already had batched material <coughs> yeah it's been a whirlwind for sure um so let's a- let's answer the question where have we been how about that so we got back from the uk and we did our, our recap episode which came out and then it was holidays and um and we had alluded to on, on the uk recap episode we had alluded to something coming that we couldn't announce yet and it turns out we could never announce it yeah <laughs> so what happened was we were on the bus in the uk we got a call from our management saying, um, hey, guys, we got you uh, three shows with Steel Panther in California. They want they want you guys to come out and play the shows. So we're like, oh, OK, that's that's a challenge coming back from the UK. Um, and now we have to get across the entire United States, which for those of you from overseas, the entire United States, that distance is like five UKs. <laughs> like, it's so far. <laughs> so how are we going to do that? And we put our heads together and made it happen. But what happened was we got the dates. Over the holiday break. So all of the promotion companies, the venues, the agents, everybody was on break. So they couldn't announce us as the openers and they couldn't uh, put us on any posters. We couldn't put us on the website, nothing, because it was just everything was shut down. Yeah. And the gigs were January 5, 6, and 7, right? I think it was 5, 6, and 7. January 5, 6, and 7, yeah. yeah. Yep. So it was like they weren't even back yet by the time they were back. They got back on like the 3rd. So there was no time to announce us. So that was a little confusing for people. I'll tell you how. We played uh, the Fillmore in San Francisco. Iconic venue. Iconic venue. We're going to go through all these in more depth. We played Ace of Spades in Sacramento, which was, like, amazing. Yeah. And then we played Fremont Theater in San Luis Obispo, another amazing venue. And uh, so we get, we get to the Fillmore, and we walk out on stage. And as I'm walking out on the stage, like, as I'm taking the first steps, I'm thinking, like, I don't think anyone here knows there's another band playing. Yeah, literally. I'm thinking like there's this is there this is going to be a little weird, and I'm thinking that. And as I'm thinking that, some guy in the crowd goes, "Who the fuck are you?" And this is literally as we're walking out on stage. This is in soundcheck walking on stage. Yeah. This is walking out to play our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I just I start laughing. I'm like, this is going to be an amazing show. <laughs> but he says it again. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. I didn't hear the second one because I was laughing to myself. I think, and I was just like, huh. But I was already thinking like. There's no way, like, we're not on a poster. Yeah. Nobody we're not, here, yeah. we're not on the marquee, and no one here knows there's another band. They probably think they're just seeing Steel Panthers. So yeah, it would be a little confusing to see someone else walk on stage to a stage intro and be like, oh, who's this? You know? Plus, he was already pretty lit. By the way, if you want to see our new stage intro, come to the shows that we will be playing. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. But it's a good stage intro. It's a good one. In the Fillmore, uh, in town, we're going to use a different one. Foz and I were talking about. We want to go back just for this one to the one that says "All the way from Charlotte, North Carolina." <laughs> so I think that'll get a cheer. Oh, <laughs> uh, that'll that'll get a great cheer. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Let's recap it. Fillmore, San Francisco. It. Well, this Jimi was, Hendrix played there. This Led was, Zeppelin played there. 
Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, I mean, Eric Clapton. Every band Every... has played there. The Grateful Dead have recorded, like, I don't know, 70 albums there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they have 380, so probably a few of them are there at least. Yeah, so at least 70 out of the 380. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, I mean, the the wall of posters was just yes, insane, and and the area. photos that they they had mm-hmm. were. Uh, it, it was just like holy shit, just like, like walking through history. Yeah, and and history that's akin to us, rock and roll history. You know. Yeah, iconic venue, man, and it was. Um, it was so cool to be there. Beautiful venue too, with the chandeliers and the big open room. Yeah, and the really high ceiling. What struck me as crazy was like, oh, this isn't as big as the Fillmore in Charlotte. Right. Because, you know, the Fillmore in Charlotte, it's the Fillmore, but it's, and it's in relation to the OG Fillmore. All the other Fillmores, you know, are because of the original Fillmore. Right. Um, and the Fillmore in Charlotte still has the chandeliers and stuff as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. If you haven't noticed that. I've not noticed. I've probably only been there a couple of times. I go once every decade. Yeah. So. So, um, but, but that that was that's the that's the genesis of the Fillmore venues. That is right. the OG. That is the bees knees, cats pajamas, school of rock. Yeah, <laughs> like fucking just holy shit. We fucking played there to a yeah. packed fucking room. I remember when we were told, you know, they want you for three dates. I'm thinking like, okay, L.A. It's down that area. Yeah, and they're like San Francisco, Sacramento, and San- I was like, oh, okay, so NorCal, and. And then our manager, John, was like, one of them's the Fillmore. And I was just like, oh, dude, <laughs> that's insane. And here's, here's a cool story. Um, Steel Panther had never played. I was just about to say this. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. means we played the Fillmore before Steel Panther ever played the Fillmore. Because both of us that night, it was us and Steel Panther, played the Fillmore for the very first time. And we opened. <laughs> so we played the Fillmore crazy? first. <laughs> Isn't that crazy to think about? But but we got to share the stage on the Fillmore both breaking our OG San Francisco Fillmore cherries mm-hmm. on the same fucking night. It was cool. Yeah. And now we're brothers for life. <laughs> yeah, dude. We, um, uh, we, we really did hit it off with all the Panther guys and, uh, and they're just, they're so cool and, and nice and, and helpful to us and stuff like that. So yeah, but shout out to steel Panther for taking such good care of us and taking us under their wing and stuff. We yeah. Just couldn't have had a better time. Um, and I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Like awesome to say, like they're they're awesome guys. They're fun. They put on an amazing show. But they're yeah. awesome guys. They really are awesome yeah, guys. Really, really are. And it's uh, it's it was just really nice of them to take us out. And yeah, uh, and to remember who we were from mm-hmm. like yeah, a year and a half, us. almost yeah. two years ago. Yeah, they picked us. Yeah, um, and asked for us specifically is what I was told. So that's very cool. But it was uh, like I feel like they didn't have to do that. No, like, most bands don't do that, and most bands aren't that cool. I think. Yeah, and they were just above and beyond nice and welcoming and cool, and probably honestly spoiled us for touring <laughs> as a yeah. support act. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyway. no, I'm for I'm I'm forever grateful. You know, I'm not groveling. I'm just saying that was fucking cool. Like, yeah, fucking it was, awesome. It was really great. So then we went to Sacramento and we did uh, Ace of Spades, which was sold out, and that was a big room and it dude, was sold out. Dude. Security had to get me to like clear the path and like. Mm-hmm push people aside to get my gear outside after the show. Um, and people were trying 30 minutes to get around the, the outside of the venue to get like my stuff out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It would have taken me maybe not quite 30 minutes. I was, I'm, you know, I'm not the solo guitarist. I do Mm -hmm. a lot of leads and stuff, but, uh, um, it probably would have took, taken me about 20 minutes if they weren't there. Just one lady, just, (laughs) she's a pro at this, I guess. 
as I'm walking by, she grabs me, goes, let's get a picture, and snaps the picture. Goes, thanks. And it all happened in less than three seconds. <laughs> like, it was like, let's grab a picture. Boom, thanks. I was like, oh, whoa, all right. <laughs> like, I was just kind of like probably in the picture looking like, what's going on? <laughs> and uh, she's clearly a pro. But yeah, like you said, just getting stopped along the way. So my gear was, was taken by the team. And I, was, I went off you know, the other way, and I was going to walk around to it. And yeah. I had to go around the whole venue. And just, you know, just stopped constantly by everyone. Just probably, well, it's you know, so cool. Like, and hand, hand claps and high They're fives. rock and roll fans there. They're yeah. clearly there for Steel Panther. If they're not, then, because there were, there were several people that came to the merch table afterwards. They were like, well, we came because Steel Panther's hilarious. Like, not particularly right. because they love rock and roll. Right. But they just wanted to see the iconic show that is Steel Panther. Right. You know? And uh, and they were like, but you guys came out and fucking I don't even listen to rock and roll. We got that several many times at the merch table. Like I don't even fucking listen to rock and roll. And y'all guys, y'all were awesome. Like this was fun. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to you too. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's like okay. And all what's, right, dude. what's cool is we're so visible at these shows, right? Mm-hmm. So we go up, we do our thing, and then we go stand at the merch table and mingle with everybody. Yeah, so everybody sees us and talks to us. Um, instead of us hiding in a green room, which we definitely could do. Yeah. But um, we choose not to. We like to be out there and, and, and be at the merch table. And yeah. People see us and, and want to come talk and stuff. Well, and I also think that the, that as long as we can do that, you yeah. know, because there does come a point where you might get mobbed, mauled, and and molested. <laughs> Almost yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'll take two of those and I'll let you figure out which two. <laughs> molested. Molested twice, yes. <laughs> twice, yeah. <laughs> the other two, I'll keep them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, you know, as long as we can, man, like, because, uh, you know, we're forever grateful. I've always thought, like, until it's a legitimate safety issue, like, I'll, I'll be out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Same. But, like, the Backstreet Boys in their heyday? No, dude. Massive safety <laughs> That's a issue. safety issue. They would have been trapped and killed, there and there would have been no was, more uh, Backstreet Boys There's Boy videos shows. of their tour bus trying to just leave the venue, and there's women literally, you know, because it's all, you know, preteen girls and stuff, climbing it and on it. It just looked like a, a bus of ladies. Yeah, like made of human women, just like driving out. I wonder how many slowly, chicks like, started their period on that bus, just like trying to climb it, just yeah, <laughs> sliding right off. Yeah, really quite a few. All right, we're canceled now. <laughs> we're saying periods, maybe I don't know. We missed way worse than that this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so we were never able to announce these shows. So, I know it sucks, dude. So everybody, but, everybody in our life and on our feed and watching the show are just seeing pictures pop up. Like, whoa, what? They're at the Fillmore in San Francisco with St- Steel Panther. They didn't even say anything. It's like, yeah, we couldn't. We we can't say anything until the headliner did. Yes. Yeah. And um or you know, until there's a poster to share or something like that. And we never had any of that just because of the timing of the holiday break and all and the last minute edition and all that stuff. So um yeah, but we made it happen. It was a great, great series of shows. Um really had had good conversations with all four of the guys yeah. at, at various points to the weekend. And um at our last show at the theater in uh San Luis Obispo. What's the name of the theater again? I'm, uh, I'm Fremont, theater. Fremont Theater. Um after after we were loading up, my dad's about to leave, and Steel Panther had gotten off. We're all back in the green room, and my dad's literally about to leave, and Sticks comes down, and my dad was just like, I'd never really known about you guys. like, And he was just like, and you guys put on an amazing show. And that was so cool to see Sticks, like, because he, you know, because of safety issues, they probably can't really go out and do... Yeah. Like be in front of people. But to hear that from my dad, like I could tell Sticks was like super thankful to hear like my dad's feedback. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and was just like, oh, dude, like, dude, that really means a lot. Thank you. And it was like such a genuine exchange. And my dad yeah. was like, all right, I got to go. You know, <laughs> hi, guys. You know, and it was just, it, it, yeah. you know, 
for my dad because my dad bought a ticket and he had no idea and I had no idea because I didn't know like you know we didn't know much about these shows except for we're playing them here's the times um and, and these are this is where they're at so I was like dad like I don't know if I can get you in like you know like the only way I can guarantee you can come in is is a ticket like right, that's yeah. the that that's the True. only guarantee like I, we have so my dad bought a ticket. Well, anyways, he ended up showing up with us, and and um, their uh, front of house guy wrote backstage passes for all of us so that you know we could get by security, do what we needed to do. But he also wrote it for my dad, and my dad was just like, my dad like didn't even want to put it in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, I remember he was, he was like, just like, no, dude, this is this I, is like he was asking me like, how can I save it? I was like, just put it on your shirt or something. He's like, no, no, I'm not using this <laughs> as a sticker. You crazy? <laughs> I was like, it is a sticker. Just put it. <laughs> Dude, no, no, that's that's going somewhere somewhere special. It was um it was he was so proud of us. He was so taken aback by Steel Panther too. Yeah. Like he thought we like he was so stoked. Like he went and bought a ton of merch after that show too, and he's already gotten merch and stuff, but yep. um no yeah, my, he bought like I saw an order come through and he's the same name as you, so I was like, yeah. What is he doing? And it was like it was like every shirt we have. <laughs> he bought like one of each shirt. We have so many shirts on our website. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so awesome. I, it was like, it was so cool to see my dad just like, you know, like so proud mm-hmm. and then also have a killer time at one of my favorite bands. It's no joke. It's no secret. Like everyone knows Steel Panthers probably in like my top five bands of They're all time. Same. And um, so for him to be stoked about their show too. And like, I was, that was the one night where I was like, I got to go watch the show with my dad. And so y'all were like chilling at the merch table. I came back and did merch and stuff yeah. at the end and, and after our show and stuff. But like during Steel Panther, I was like, I, I don't hardly see my dad because he lives on yeah. the West Coast. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to watch this show with my dad. And we were yeah. just laughing and having <laughs> a blast awesome. the whole time. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a great, great, great time, man. All of the venues, shout out to all three of them, man. They, they were just um, – it was just such a such a pleasure to work with such professional venues and staff. And Extremely professional. And everybody courteous. just handles their stuff, and and everything is communicated perfectly way ahead of time. And, yeah. Um, just all the info you could ever want right there for you. Yep. And if you and one thing I really appreciated was everybody gave us you know a list of contacts. Like, okay, here's here's this, here's that. If you need this, you call this person. Here's their number and email. If you need this, you call this person. Here's their number and email. And they're, they're not even that. They're proactive. They called you about the about, about the sound, um, yeah, about the sound Fremont and stuff, Theater, which is yeah. what most most venues will do. They have mm-hmm. a pro- we have a production contact on our rider, and that's you. And they'll call you and say, "Hey, what's the deal with the monitor situation? What do you need for this? What do you need for that?" And they get it all sorted out. That way, sound check goes really fast, really easy. Yeah. Plus, they can also plan what they the exact amount of time they need to do what right. they need to do with the headliner band. You know, yeah. obviously, that's first and foremost. You know, yeah, of course. So, uh, but all in all, just a great weekend of shows. Yeah. Dude, so. so here's what's crazy is most of us flew in, mm-hmm. but we also had a drum kit and merch we had to get out there. Yeah. You bit the bullet, dude. Thanks so much for getting <laughs> that shit out there for us. Because none of those venues had a, a drum kit on uh, uh, yeah. a house kit. And to get all of our merch there and a drum kit, we couldn't fly it, so I had to drive you it. You drove through a tornado and a fucking blizzard <laughs> to get to us. Tornadoes, blizzard, torrential rainstorms across every state from the middle of America down. <laughs> I went from on the way there. I went South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, Arkansas, Oklahoma, a little bit of Texas because it sticks up a bit. Yeah, yeah. And then New Mexico, Arizona, California. On the way back, I did California, Arizona, New Mexico, 
all of Texas. It was a whole day in Texas, 12 hours, because yeah. we had to go literally from the longest possible part of Texas, from the tip to the tail. And then we did Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, Georgia, and South Carolina. So I did I did a huge circle across the entire United States. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, that's extremely wild. It was about 80 hours of driving. And um, yeah, it was uh, it was good. Yeah. So, anyways, what the part that you were maybe fortunate's not the right word because that's a lot of fucking driving. Mm -hmm. But so we are getting ready to go to the airport. We're already kind of late, waiting on some things. Right. Getting to the airport, waiting on some people. (laughs) I'm not going to call out any names. I don't want to get anyone mad. But yeah, you can imagine. I'm sure you could name exactly what you think right (laughs) and get it right but yeah so we get to the airport we get through security and are boarding 20 minutes later Mm -hmm. then there's a delay for weather and then there's a 30 minute delay while we're in the airplane waiting to take off right just like taxi delay kind of. and we only had an hour Connection flight, like an hour wait. Right, because you flew Charlotte flight. to DC. To well, if anyone knows any flights, they start usually boarding forty five minutes before the flight. Right. So we fucking get finally land in DC, mm-hmm. and we're just going to that gate, dude. We're yeah. going. I was so stoked and like when I heard we're you guys like made it. yeah, dude. It was crazy because I was tracking your flights and I was like, that's tight. So I was texting Foz when you were in the air. I was like, all right, here's where here's the gate you're landing at, and here's the gate you got to get to. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, I was the first one at the gate because we found that our bags were going, our our check bags were going straight to the other flight without actually coming off at the gate. Gate check? Yeah, we gate checked. Okay. Because of the nature of the gate check. And and here's the crazy thing with 737s, I guess they don't let you um, gate check and then get it off unless it's a stroller. If it's an instrument, it's going to To the the next flight. Oh, okay. Or to the bay, to the... the, Yeah, um, that's interesting. Yeah. And that's 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 what they said. I don't know if that's totally true, but well, it worked out. It worked out because our guitars got that's on scary, to the next though. airplane. That's scary. I literally get to the next gate. They're boarding already. Like they're already in groups three, four, three and four. Right. And we're group four. They're already boarding that. Yeah. And so, anyways, I go up to the gate agent. And I was like, "Hey, we literally just landed, and we gate checked instruments. Are they going to be on this plane?" And he was just like, "Yeah, they'll be on this plane." I was just like. Guy said it pretty like confidently. About. <laughs> I was just like, "All right, because we need them on this plane." <laughs> like, <laughs> and he was just like, "They'll be on the plane." I was yeah. just like, "All right, cool." So I walk down, we get on, and I'm thinking like they're going to end up delaying this flight as we're sitting here because the weather in San Francisco is supposed to be insane. It's literally like a fucking monsoon. So when you were doing that, I was in Bakersfield, California, and um, the whole time I was checking your flights and stuff, I believe I was driving from Flagstaff, Arizona, to Bakersfield, California. And, um, yeah, the weather was insane that night in Bakersfield. There was a car alarm going off literally the entire night. I was so close to going out there with a flashlight and my, and Google and being like Googling the car model. I mean, like, where the fuck is the horn line? I'm going to cut this shit. Like, <laughs> like, I'm, I don't care. Like, yeah. 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 I'm going to install a car bomb on this thing. Like, it's like Dude, that's so ridiculous. Crazy. This thing was going on all night and it would stop for about 30 seconds. You'd be like, ah, oh. and you'd be like, oh my God. So, but, so. Um, the wind was just howling. Oh yeah, yeah, dude! In San Francisco, so, so here's how crazy lucky we got. We literally landed in San Francisco. It's overcast and it's drizzly, like it's kind of drizzling nice. a little bit. Just you know, I'm I'm used to that. See what you did there? Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. You smell what I'm stepping in. Grace. Anyways, thirty minutes after we had landed, 
all hell starts to fucking break loose. Literally, if we hadn't landed in that window, and I guess weather reports these days are so accurate, they like knew. Like, right. it was That's like, probably why oh, this, delays. Yeah. Such, yeah. This is going to be fine. Like, we're going to make it in time before mm-hmm. this shit They're fucking happens. They're watching radar and stuff. Exactly. Sure. And so anyways, we land. 30 minutes later, all hell starts to break loose. We literally get to the rental car place, and the wind starts just fucking, just yeah. going. And, um, I mean, trees, streetlights were out. Trees were falling over. There was debris in the roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the rain, it's not like it was as crazy a r- amount of rain that we get here, like in the thunderstorms in the summertime when they pop up. It's just fucking. Oh, it's like at 4 p.m. every day of the summer from 4 to 4.05. Yeah. It's like a category five hurricane. Yep. And then it's back to normal. Yep, <laughs> like, exactly. Literally for five minutes. It just like all of a sudden comes in. Everyone gets out of the pool. Sit here for five minutes. It's gonna so be gone. that's worse than the weather we experienced there. But it was sustained there yeah and it was less rain but for california any amount of rain is a lot of rain fucking lot of rain yeah so it's just like you know was it intense not really yeah but i could understand for california how how intense it was like the wind was the wind the sustained winds that was the more intense part my friend was supposed to come see us in san francisco and he couldn't because his house flooded (laughs) yeah and my my aunt uh on my wife's side she was supposed to come see us at the fillmore in san francisco but she couldn't because her basement was flooded yep yeah just leave it it'll be flooded when you get back fix it then (laughs) yeah exactly except for she was so exhausted on flooding it for throughout the week (laughs) because apparently like it's not it wasn't just that day it's been like happening for like the last two weeks right like just like once in a thousand year like rainfall in california kind of kind of shit or once in a hundred year whatever epic rainfall for california so it's good needed yeah but at the same time i mean yeah so (laughs) it was wild and so I don't know how uh, you know familiar everyone is with the stories of San Francisco, but you'll hear like in media and stuff like that, like, yeah, you get into Cal- in San Francisco, there's just homeless people everywhere. There's mm-hmm. human feces everywhere. And so we're driving to the Fillmore the day we're supposed to play. And right. the second we get off the freeway and go start going into town, the first thing we fucking see is some dude strung out on drugs, begging like and and I'm not I'm not making fun of this like it is sad like but some dude's strung out just leaning over do you remember this Mm-mm. no that's right we drove separate yeah um yeah cuz you were still driving in from uh, Bakersfield, Bakersfield. Yeah. yeah so it was um the other four of us and this dude's just like slumped over passing out probably on heroin or something like that and drops his sign while he's standing leaning on a street sign and then like he starts falling forward and there's a sharp edge of a edge of a sign underneath that. I'm like, Oh fuck. I hope he doesn't fall. Like that'd be bad. Didn't end up falling. Cause the second the light turns green and the car start going, he's like, <laughs> he woke right up. It was like, where's my money? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, dude, I didn't um, see, I think I saw one homeless person the whole time in San Francisco. We saw we were- several on the way in, but it was probably the amount of difference between your time and our time rival, which wasn't long, was enough for the sun to pretty much be down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, Foz and I went to go get a beer after um, after the show yeah. at a gas station. And so we're walking to the gas station and what had to have been a human pile of feces. We right. actually saw like That's hilarious. on the street. It's just like, holy crap, there dude. Is. There it is. <laughs> that's That's what they talk about. It's right there. Quick, get get my picture with it. 
<laughs> so anyways, uh, but San Francisco, you know. It was nice. Well, San Francisco. Yeah. It was awesome. It was it's a really hard cool to... city with a lot of history. Lot of really cool a really city with pretty, a ton of history. Really pretty with a lot of interesting things about it with the hills and the and the trams. Yeah. Or I guess cable cars. What's crazy was seeing the buses Bridge. going on those tram mm-hmm. tram yep. cables. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you know, um it's you know, I'll say this, it's hard to compare a lot of cities to Charlotte. Charlotte's such a clean city compared yeah. to like any city yeah. you go to. So like, you know, uh you talk about Charlotte, it's like Name a city cleaner than Charlotte you've been to. There isn't one for sure. There isn't one, dude. So no. it's like, yeah, San Francisco is nice, but if you're comparing it any city, any city. I would say San Francisco is probably one of the cleaner ones I've seen, though. Like, because I, I was around it as, just as much as you probably in different areas, but I didn't see too yeah. much terrible stuff. It's there, I'm sure, yeah. but it's probably yeah. there in Charlotte, too. You know, it's just like... Uh, oh, it's yeah, Charlotte has its spots. Yeah, yeah it's, it's part of being in the city, yeah. Just too many people in one area. It's just how it goes. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, you're literally stacking people on top of each yeah. other in high rises. Yeah, 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 it's insane. But uh, anyways, yeah, it was such a cool. And then you drive through the rest of California, and there's nothing for yeah. 500 miles, and you're like, why don't they spread it out? <laughs> oh, dude, it, yeah, why don't they spread it out? exactly? But the farmland there, man, yeah. dude, there was one area we were going through. It was like, holy shit, it fucking Lodi. stinks. Like, yeah, Lodi. Lo- yeah, going through Lodi. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, I had to go stuck get, in Lodi go, again. I had to go get something from my car. I was like holding my breath. Like this is one of the worst smells I've ever smelled. So, but if you don't do that and you just like allow yourself to just like become accustomed to it then you don't yeah it's just called going nose blind you can do that with any smell yeah you know (laughs) just breathe it enough it's just cattle man oh god it was so bad that was like worse but that breakfast burrito though that breakfast burrito was good (laughs) for a few hours and then it was bad (laughs) you had such bad gas later on that day so bad dude it was a massive burrito though like i mean dude we were like standing in line and you, you looked at me and said, oh, "I hope it's like, I hope it's like a decent size." Yeah, because it was so the m- normal burrito was like eleven ninety five, and then this thing was like seven ninety five. And I was like, "I hope it's not like a little like mini burrito." So I asked the lady, "I was like, is it a good size?" She was like, "Yeah, it's a good size." So I get it. This thing's the size of my forearm, dude. Like, yeah, oh, I don't dude, have small massive. forearms. And it was tre- it was a chorizo, egg, and cheese potato with also. potatoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then really, I really good. and then I was like, "Yo, can I get some pico in there?" Mm-hmm. And then you were like, dude, let me get that too. Just like, give me that exact same thing. And, that sounds good. Oh, dude, it was Normally so good. not something I'd order, but it sounded good. Yeah. So I got it. And it was, uh, yeah, it was killer. It was really good. Until the gas hit in. And then what did we eat uh, later that night? We went to Fremont, right? So we ate the, um, what was that barbecue place called? Firestone or something like that, right? But I got a tri-tip sandwich that was just out of this world, dude. That sandwich oh, yeah, was the Firestone, so yeah. good. Yeah, so I got you the- You got the chicken one. Right? I got the grilled chicken sandwich, um, and then it, it there was a little asterisk underneath, get it this way, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I was the like, ABC, what's yeah. the ABC, yeah. I was like, what's the ABC one? It was avocado, bacon, and cheese added mm-hmm. to it. That sounds good. I was like, let me get no brainer. Let me get yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so good. Dude, yep. It was so it was, good. It was really good. Yeah. And uh, their fries were really good too. But that, and they were fucking fast, yeah. and the prices were extremely reasonable. That tri-tip sandwich was unbelievable. God, it was so good. <laughs> dude, might have to just book a flight out there just to go back. I to know, that right? Fucking I place. ate half. I ate half of it before the show and half of it after. Yeah. Because I was texting our hospitality girl, and I was like, "Where should we go? What should we get?" She was like, "Do you like tri-tip?" I was like. I don't even know what that is. Where's like a normal sandwich? And she recommended a place. And then I got there and I saw they had tri-tip and I was like, I'll get it. She recommended it. And then I told her I got it and I texted her. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever had. 
She was like, yeah, she was like, save half it for after because they're just as good cold. By the way, this was in San Luis Obispo. If any listeners are like, what should I go do if I'm going to San Luis Obispo? Go right across the street from the Fremont Theater. I think it's called Firestone. Yeah. That place was amazing. It was a really cool vibe. It was like kind of, it felt like Charlotte, really. Well, yeah, kind of like Charlotte meets like a college town. Yeah. Which was Paul Cali in San Luis Obispo, right? That's the one. So, yeah, uh, it was. Man, it was it was so good, and you see them there like the staff is just fucking on it. They're like fucking the grill line is insane. They're just oh yeah, they were on it. Yeah, order number like like in the microphone. We got order number. Yeah. Come get your order. Blah, blah. And then like it's just so fucking fast, dude. Yep, because yep. we walked in, there was a big line, and we were like, we got to be on stage in like forty minutes. Like yeah. this might not work, and we were out of there in probably seven minutes. It was insane. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, was, dude, I was like, I was yeah. literally saying. I literally said to you, I was like, dude, I, I think I'm just going to walk back. I don't think this is going to like happen in time. Yeah. You're like, she said it'd be fast. She said it'd be five minutes. I was like, just, <laughs> just let's trust her. She's been here. And um, yeah, she was right. So, well, we her, trusted her and she was, her name was Amy, by the way. So yeah. shout out Amy at Fremont. Uh, what a pro. What a pro. What a pro. And I'm not talking um, about Whataburger. Yeah. So what after a- these dates with Steel Panther, uh, we were added for the three Cali dates. We were also added for the three dates in our area. Yeah. So those are coming up at the end of January. We'll be in, uh, well, Greensboro, North Carolina at the Piedmont hall. Uh, and that that's is January 27th. That's the 27th on the 28th. We'll be in Myrtle beach, South Carolina at the house of blues, which fun fact is the very first place I ever saw steel Panther. And now I'm going back and playing with them there. Isn't that wild? Isn't Just that cool? A few years, so that's pretty cool. And the 29th is the big one. We're coming home, Charlotte, North Carolina. We're going to be at the Fillmore with the Mighty Steel Panther. It's going to be a massive homecoming show. We're back from two tours of the UK, yeah. the Kiss Cruise, California twice. We're it's our it's our homecoming show. We we need you guys. Well, in probably Charlotte. and 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 while tickets are available, you know, Steel Panther's going to sell a ton. They could probably sell out that room themselves, but we're probably going to have easily five hundred or six hundred people trying to come as well. So yeah. please. Go get your tickets while you can, get your while they're available. Um, yeah, Charlotte's our hometown. We've already been inundated with messages of people being like, we'll see you there. I'm getting texts from people. Uh, typically, when you're in a band, you're texting people. Hey, Driz, come to my show. It's yep. this day. And you're like, yeah, man, I'll definitely be there 110%. I bought my ticket now. And then you don't come, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this one's not that way. I'm getting texts from Driz, for example, being like, Dude, got tickets. See you there. That's a very different thing. Yeah, very it's different. A very different yeah. thing. So uh, as I was walking in here, I got a text. I got a reply to from people coming to the show. Yeah. So I would urge you guys in Charlotte, in the surrounding areas, if you're uh, if you saw us in Greensboro or something like that, if you're in the Carolinas, Tennessee, and you want to see a kick-ass show and have a good time, you know, come to that that really more really show. anywhere in the southeast. This is going to be kind of a it's it's going to be a special night for yeah. sure, and you're going to get the Ellie maybe in a way that if if you've seen us around Charlotte before, you're not used to seeing us this way. Yeah, we've been honing our craft on the road for for quite some time now, for all of the last year pretty much. And um, at this point, we're a pretty well oiled machine, and we have our original show. Which if you've seen us around Charlotte, you've likely seen a cover show. Yeah. So uh, where we throw a couple gonna, originals in. Yeah, yeah we're mostly, mostly cover band. We're chilling. We're not fully dressed up. We're not headbanging. You know, we're just kind of chilling, having some, having some times. Um, you come to this show, you're, you're going to get the real LA maybe experience that we've been practicing and, and, and playing all over the world for so many other audiences. And now we get to bring it to our home, yeah, which is awesome. And not to mention probably one of the biggest rock venues mm-hmm. in home. So I would say it's the biggest venue in Charlotte, not counting like, you know, not counting, not counting amphitheaters, not counting amphitheaters or stadiums. stadiums. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's the one, you know? Yeah. 
it'll probably be a little bit of time before we can headline the stadium. So yeah. catch us at the Fillmore on January 29th, 2023. That's a Sunday for those of you That's a Sunday. checking out. That's no excuse. No. Come on, guys. Dude, honestly, you should definitely go. Because what's calling out of work on Monday if you saw the best show you've ever seen <laughs> on Sunday? you've ever seen on Sunday. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not talking about just the LA Maybe. It's the LA Maybe and Steel Panther. Yep. It's going to be... one more mysterious act that's not announced yet. Yes. And I'm not being secretive. It's literally... I don't think it's known yet. So um, I'm not like hiding... I can't say. It's not that. We, yeah. We have, literally have no idea who it is. But we're so looking forward to it. And uh, again, you know... Support Steel Panther. Get their merch, too, while you're there, please. You know, they're a kick-ass band. You're going to love their show. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen, and I've been to a ton of shows, uh, and it's so much fun. So yep. It's tight. I think I could play their show at this point <laughs> just from watching it so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's the uh, that's pretty much it for the California recap. Yeah. So, um. What else we got on the? That's a pretty darn good recap. Docket. We have we have some other stuff to talk about. We can't really yet. So yeah. When the details are ironed out, we'll be back to you guys with more info on more things. But for now, twenty twenty three has started off really good. So. <laughs> yeah, twenty 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 three is looking up. Uh, I'm I'm extremely uh, excited to see what happens yeah. in this this coming year. So, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> man, it's just the shot the shot in the arm you needed just with these shows and. Yeah. Uh, uh, UK was awesome. This was amazing to do this at, at home, you know, which is really cool because it's like it's awesome to go to the UK and do that, but it's also awesome to to have the opportunity at home too. And sure, I guess traveling to the West Coast is almost like traveling to the UK. That is actually least, pretty damn close. At least you can still drive, <laughs> yep. and yep. Uh, the language is pretty pretty much the same. So. Yeah pretty much the same in the yeah. uk too but there were a few times where yeah. people would talk to me and i would be staring like, them in the face like i what? speak english and that that wasn't it my friend yeah. i don't know what <laughs> i don't know what you're trying to say i don't know what you think you're saying but it's not the language i speak so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm lost dude but but how about those those uh in in wales how about some of those signs though? dude the signs I, this is the joke i kept making it looks like here's how you type welsh <laughs> <laughs> and it's mostly apostrophes and you're like what? Where do I even begin? It's all H's. Like, how do you say that How do you word? pronounce this? I'm sure it's an amazing language, but when you see it as an outsider, like looking at it for the first like, time. What? <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, we're all going to die. There's no Dude, way. But I would honestly love to hear someone speak Welsh. Like, I would too. Just to see what it sounds like and just be like, it probably oh, wow. sounds like English on steroids, you know, where it's kind of like, that's kind of it. Like, I think it probably sounds probably closer to like uh, well, you have Gaelic. Like Gaelic and stuff. Yeah. Like. And Gaelic is one of the, apparently one of Gaelic, the hardest also, language. Name it something better. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> not by today's standards. What do you speak? Well, Gaelic. What? Not what do you do? What do you speak? <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're offensive. Dude, extremely um, offensive. Yeah. But anyway, we're so stoked for these Carolina dates. We're so stoked for all the things that are going on in the LA Maybe camp. We get more and more uh, announcements every day. We're going to have more guests for you guys in 2023. We have a nice long list of people we're going to ask. Hopefully they say yes. Gaelic's not a bad thing. It just depends on who you're asking. Right. You know? It's better than Lick Gay. It's <laughs> <laughs> just very different. Just flip it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you know, right. cool San Francisco's all about the Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Pretty sure, right? I mean, according to common lore, yes. Common lore. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yep. 
Anyways, yeah. well, um, so I wanted to tell a cool story, a touching story I gotta make um, sure my... about Go <clears throat> an experience I had today. So um, it's no secret that uh, Dallas and I work for Bold, um, and uh, they're an awesome company out bold, of Charlotte. Bold Music. Bold Music Lessons. I say bold, you know, that's kind of like my default, but Bold Music Lessons, uh, they're based out of Charlotte. They have several different locations now, Raleigh, Greensboro, I believe as well. Um and, you know, if you're in the area and you're looking for lessons, please check them out as well. Um, but uh, they do this program with schools, preschools and uh, elementary schools called Junior Jammers. And I just uh, started uh, Junior Jammers today with um, another a new school that I hadn't done. And in fact, I hadn't done Junior Jammers since before the pandemic. Right. Yeah, I remember um, you were doing it for a while. Yeah. So uh, anyways... Um, I'm, I've got my two, two, two and a half year olds. I've got my like one to one and a half to two year olds. And then like my, like barely one and a half class. Mm -hmm. Then I have like a two and a half to three year old class. So I've got four classes. Each one's 20 minutes. But in my third class with my youngest kids, I go in and, you know, we started off, we have our like normal little song and, um, this kid just like gravitates towards me and he's got this look of just like awe in his face and he just walks up and he's literally all the kids are sitting down in a circle and he's literally standing in front of me as I'm playing just taken aback like with like this almost smile but it's that kind of smile like I can't believe what's going on like like mm -hmm. like awe and uh anyways um you know I get done with the you know the intro song going through and doing that thing with that and uh <clears throat> his teachers are kind of like like emotional and everything at watching him and, and hearing the song, mostly watching him hearing the song. And, uh, and I had noticed like what looked like a hearing aid in his ear. And they said he just, just ex very recently had gotten an, like a cochlear implant mm -hmm. type thing. Right. And, uh, this was his first time hearing stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, like I'm in the room, like just taken aback because it was to, to see the reaction on, like I, I'm trying to paint a picture with words and I know it's doing no justice. Um, and I was so touched by that. And I, I leaned over and I, I held my guitar out and I was just like, here's how you strum it. And I let him strum the guitar and like, dude, the, the look on his face when he strummed that guitar, like was better than a kid who just got cake and ice cream mm -hmm. and like a shit ton of presents. Yeah. It was like, he, he lit up and, and so I just wanted to remind everyone about like our humanity and, and how precious of a gift being able to hear is, uh, and to, to think about that when you get to listen to your favorite things, to think about how cool it is that you get to, I think, one thing that's so lost too these days is how accessible everything is. Not, it was already a gift to be able to have a record at a certain point in time. And those were few and far between record players, technology, blah, 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 keep kept evolving. And now we just have all this sound constantly bombarding us. And sometimes it feels like a burden for, for those of us that can hear, but to, 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 to see that and realize, wow, to be able to hear is such a gift. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what, that's one of those experiences. The one I had today with that student, I'm not going to say his name. I do remember his name because 
and you know how bad I am with names. Mm-hmm. I do remember his name because of how impactful that moment was. Mm-hmm. And that will that's going to be one of those things that I probably remember until I die or have dementia. Yeah. Um, so, um, probably the first <laughs> die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, anyways, um, and no, you- I just wanted to like, let everyone know, like, like, like we should all be so thankful that we're able to hear and experience these things, these songs and the power and magic of music, because that moment reminded me of how magical, music is and after i got done playing that song here's what's crazy is now he can hear but he can't really speak but he'd grown up with sign language and there's this one and a half year old kid in front of me going thank you thank you in sign language Mm -hmm. and he did it multiple times yeah with this look of just absolute crazy on his face because that's so young and i looked back at him and i said thank you too (laughs) and i was like thank you and and it was just like it was like Probably more of, I don't know, maybe not more. I can't say more, but I was thankful for that moment because yeah. it it reminded me of a lot of things that, that we just always take for granted. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so as you're listening to, to music, it's not like, oh, I'm just listening to music. I get to listen to music. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like, a, oh, or someone's playing something. I get to. I get to because I have the ability. It's It's something extremely special. So... Yeah, I had heard, I don't remember who said this, but I'd heard music is the highest form of art. And someone had said it's because it attacks most, if not all, the senses. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what the reasoning was behind that specifically any more than that. But, yeah. um, like, you can't hear a painting, you know? Yeah. But you could see music, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> so it kind of is, uh, it involves a lot more of the senses than a lot of the other forms of art. Yeah. So that's pretty crazy. Well, not to mention you can feel music because you can feel the vibrations. So right. you're also feeling, hearing. Mm-hmm can't smell music unless you're in a sweaty enough mosh pit you could smell uh, <laughs> like a new guitar case you know open yeah. up a new guitar case or any guitar case yeah get hit with that smell but um, yeah i mean it's just you can't such... feel it unless you're playing it yeah and then then you feel it yeah and you're if you're playing music yourself you're hit pretty much hitting all the senses yeah well that experience was was a gift for him and it was such a gift for me yeah it was such a gift such a like a humbling reminder of holy shit how fucking awesome is this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, it's really cool. And I'm a dad. So like, I'm a softy too. Like when it comes yeah. to like, you know, like when my kids are having a good time, but that was like, that was one of those moments. Like, I'm going to remember that same thing happened for the rest to me. of my life. Same thing happened to me, but I pushed the kid away and I said, I'm playing. <laughs> You're next. Get in line. It's my turn. I was waiting for that. I, I kind of half expected that to come. I pushed him down on his ass. His little one and a half year old ass. He started crying. And my turn to play. Yeah, he taught him about sharing. You know, it's just part of part of growing. You no, know, and and you know, um, to respect your elders. Right. Right. Yep. He was looking up at me with that that look of awe you were describing, and I was like, "Yeah, kid, this is what it's like." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, none of this happened. But on that note, yeah, on that, note. I think it's a great time to move to the VIP section because there's no way we're topping that story. Oh yeah, and if you come to the VIP section, we'll talk about a first in LA maybe history. All right, lamaybe.com slash VIP. Check it out. We'll see you there. Deuces. 
Hey everybody, thank you so much for watching the latest episode of your new favorite band. This is the end of the free content. But if you want to unlock the full uncut versions of every episode, head over to lamaybe.com slash VIP and sign up for our membership. For $7 a month, you'll get extended episodes of our podcast, a bonus episode every month, plus exclusive merch. You'll also be supporting us and helping us continue to stay on the road and make new music. And for that, we're eternally grateful so thank you